0: Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're
1: tuning in to the online broadcast network. producing after-shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives, all thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin!
0: I just love this song so much. This, this little, these, these violins coming in. So good. Hey there, After Buzzers, and welcome to another Black Sales After Show. Tonight we're talking season three, episode eight, also known as XXBI or 26. And this, we've got two episodes left, you guys, so things are getting freaking intense. I'm Lauren Salon, and you can find me all over the internet at Lauren Salon. That's L A U R E N S A L A U N. And you guys, I'm flying solo tonight. My girls could not make it, but don't worry. I I got you. And if you were in the chat, let's talk this whole time because I want to know what you guys thought of the episode because I thought it was intense. Last week, if you tuned in, we we all kind of felt like there was a lot of talking, but I think the talking was very strategic and very exciting in itself, so it, was, it wasn't too too boring, even though there wasn't a ton of action. And I think we got some really good action this episode. So before I dive into all my thoughts about it, I want to tell you guys about a new show that some of our AfterBuzz peeps are launching tonight. All right, so some of you guys out there probably like learning about like celeb behind the scenes stuff you know so if you're if you're curious about what it would be like to be a celebrity's boyfriend or fiance now who also maybe is going through midlife crisis you guys are going to want to check out this new show or even just hearing like about behind the scenes hollywood life old tv and movie references that kind of stuff you guys are going to dig The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro, who is Maria Menounis' fiance, which is recent news and very exciting. We're all super excited about about that update in their lives. And so Kevin will be hosting alongside AfterBuzzer co-hosts Roxy Stryer, Ashley Daniels, and others for this super fun show. It is live every Monday and Thursday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time on thetomorrowshow.com. You can also subscribe and download for free on iTunes. So, go to thetomorrowshow.com for more info and check it out, you guys. All right, let's dive in to our Black sales episode. All right, Silver Hawkins, I see you in the chat. I think it was a great episode, too, for sure. So, we start out with uh, Flint and Vane and Anne. They are in... Miranda's house talking about intercepting the caravan that is transporting Jack to where the Spanish meetup is with Woods Rogers. So they all pretty much talk about how they all want to intercept this caravan and take this down for different reasons. Anne obviously wants Jack, Vane wants to just win in this battle, and Flint wants to pretty much set things back on track with him kind of, you know, with with the pirate world, if you will. And this was a really interesting scene. I think it was very beautifully shot, just like all the shadows and kind of the mystery, and you don't necessarily know who's there at first. Um, but also because it it really touched on kind of the differences with class and wealth. So as we know, Flint used to be, you know, in government on the on the other side of things, not always a pirate. So he's used to that life. So we see Vane going around and kind of looking at things in the house, the harpsichord and just all these things that you would have or you would come in contact with if you had any money or you knew people with money, which Vane very much did not. That was not his life. So, you know, he's seeing all these things and a lot of it was pretty new to Vane, um, you know, obviously because they didn't have pictures, TV, things like that to hear about what these things are. So you would learn about them by actually Seeing them in person um so and he pretty much says like you know luxuries like this are a trap they lure men out of their dignity and freedom and and you know that's that's like why the you know the pirate life for me sort of thing um comes in there um and then we cut to jack who is being held captive and now going to be transported he's in the buggy with um with woods and he, I, uh, I love Jack. Jack is one of our favorites all the time. He's just so witty, so funny, endearing, clever. I, we love him, right? Everyone else love him? Yeah, I think so. And he comments to Woods, in, who's in there with him, so Anne exchanged the cash for my release, and this, I don't really feel like I'm being released here, so what's what's up? And Woods is kind of like, oh, yeah, well, sorry, man things had to change and obviously we see a whole lot more about where where that's headed and and kind of the consequences of that a little bit later in the episode um so but i'm going to kind of run through things a little more chronologically cuz i feel like a lot happened and it's just a little bit easier to do it that way tonight so we've got silver and emmy on the ship they're on the walrus you know talking about positioning and what routes to take and how the alliance between their two crews is critical and it's i this scene with the two of them is so cute i mean we've seen this little budding interest from both sides you know the last two or three episodes i think and now it's just adorable like the little glances they're giving to each other and and him kind of saying oh you you seem like you'd be concerned about me and my well-being and she you know she's like oh no you know it's it's the alliance and it's for our crews and like that's the smartest decision for for all of us which obviously is true but at the same time she you know at the same time she's like oh yeah but I also you know I want you to be okay for sure so I think they're very cute and and later we see that you know there's some conflict and tension there that kind of not doesn't strain that re- relationship, but they work very, one of the reasons I like them so much, not only cause I like silver a ton and I like Emmy, but because they are both very smart and I think they're like, you know, a, a like pirate power couple essentially. So, okay. Y- y'all in the chat silver. Yes. It did a pretty good job of showing the different kind of mindsets of pirates at the time. Many were former privateers who had become unemployed when the war with Spain ended, exactly, Um, and still desired to remain under the crown. Others more rebellious, for sure. Katie Rose. Hey, Katie. Um, The textile background was cool since he was historically known as Calico Jack. Exactly. I love how they blend some history into the things, too. That was a nice nod, says Silver. They've done a good job of that. Last week, when long John Silver mentioned, long memory. Yeah, totally. And I mean jumping ahead a little bit when they're in the caravan later um, in the episode, Jack is, you know, talking, telling that story about how essentially how he became a pirate, you know, they had debts and he, someone was coming to collect essentially. And Jack had to basically, you know, get, get scrappy. And yes, relating to history, the rise in piracy in the Caribbean was a result of the crash in wages from of the working class people. And, you know, the rich got a lot richer, but everyone else kind of suffered from that. And so Jack's story, Vane's story, those are very normal stories, you know, life of labor and like turning it around, you know, And, and really just having like going to the tavern or or the the whorehouse as as like the highlights of your day pretty much so that's you know that's what turned turned men to to piracy so totally makes sense um oh yeah silver that moment like that scene was nuts I'm not sure I think you were watching with us last week but that scene last week holy freaking cow dude I love silver and I he's, he's taken this transition into being kind of this darkness is, is in him now. And in the beginning of the season, I think it was a little depressing because we love silver and to see him suffering so much and to see him so down about things was, was tough because you didn't want to see him hurting and looking so tired and worn out and hopeless and all that stuff. But Last week, oh my goodness, you know he walks in there to all these pirates that used to like be on their side, or no, people that don't know him. It was only Dufresne who knew him, and Dufresne and his weasely little jackassy mouth says crap, and ah, uh, dude, Silver's speech and and brain stomping nuts, and oh gosh, it was just intense. Like that—that's the sort of speech in that moment that like. You know, that's a legendary story that those pirates would be, you know, telling over and over and over again, like how Long John Silver kind of, you know, stormed in there and smashed Dufresne's head. (laughs) And it was super gnarly, too. Anyway, back to this week. Okay, so we've got, um, you know, they're talking, so back to Silver and Maddie. The lines between their crews, very important, and we have a conflict Between the Maroons, so Maddie's people, and um, you know, Flint and Silver's people. And Mr. Dobbs has, you know, there was some violence, some men were killed, and Mr. Dobbs takes the one who was kind of the instigator, and they're like, okay, well, we need to kill him, you know, we need to do this. He's the one who started this conflict, all this stuff. And they they beat the crap out of him. You know, he looks awful. And I forget what the what his name was, but um, but yeah, he looks awful. And that kind of continues throughout the episode of, you know, what are we going to do with this situation? You know, we can't say what happened because that's going to divide the two crews and we're already so, you know, these men were former slaves, like we're already... Things are very delicate as it is, and they've only been working together for, what, like a week, two weeks? So it's not like they're like this whole, oh, we're all on the same team. Like, things are great. Like, no, we keep seeing conflicts and tension and issues coming up between these two crews, and this sort of thing would not have gone gone over well at all. And Emmy, I really like Emmy. You know, she, she says um, later, you know, I... Uh, or no, they, they're silver's concerned that the story is going to get out. And he obviously is, you know, he's, he very much values making sure all his men are behind him and trust him and all that. And he's done a great job of getting into that place. But now things are, things are just kind of messy right now. So he wants to address the crew with Emmy and kind of talk about what's going on. And she walks over and cuts him free, her, her man free. And Silver's like, uh, hold it girl until we know what he's going to say to everybody. And we tell him exactly what he can say. He can't leave this room. And she, uh, she's like the, the connection she has with her people was so cool. I mean, this moment is she has to swallow so much of her pride in that moment, but it was very powerful. You know, she says, he's going to tell people that he acted insubordinately to me, you know, and that he had to get punished for it. And I felt like this was so, and I think we actually talked about this before, but I felt like this was very Khaleesi of her. If anyone, anyone else, you guys in the chat, what did you think? Does it make you like think a little Khaleesi from, um, from Game of Thrones? Anybody? No? Just how she's, know, it's not like she's brainwashed her people, but her people, especially with Khaleesi having been, you know, all the all Khaleesi's people are former slaves as well. And just that kind of loyalty they have to their leader, who, you know, both of which are women, of course, but that loyalty loyalty they have toward these women and and how well they each know their people. I thought it was I thought it was a very cool moment, but um, very powerful in her lack of action and in her restraint. I thought for sure. Um, and later on, she says when she's talking with Silver, you know, I'm fighting the urge, not Khaleesi per se, just that she was being a leader. Yeah, yeah, I think she was being a leader. I don't think, I mean, you know, that was, it just reminded me of that a lot. Um, yeah, for sure. Bigger picture. You know, she's saying, like, I'm all I want to do is, like, enact revenge, essentially, and, like, see more blood spilled, but I'm going to fight that urge in me to... Make sure things go smoothly. Yes, exactly. For the bigger picture, um, and then basically, Silver ends up okaying the the beatdown of Hobbs. They don't or Dobbs. Sorry, autocorrect up in up in my notes. Um, they don't kill him, but it's like an eye for an eye type thing. Which <sighs> I feel like Dobbs is the one who's most likely gonna spill the beans on that situation and kind of cause trouble you know because he's going to be all pissed about that and and not to mention pissed but like he got the crap beat out of him but so so i don't know how i, I almost wonder if we're kind of going to see that like bite them in the butt a little bit but we shall see so going back let's talk let's talk now a little bit about um back to back to the caravan i kind of jumped ahead there with the emmy and silver situation so um we've got Max, so we've been talking for a, um, we've been talking for a few weeks about how this season has not had very much sex. Like there's been allusions to sex, but not much sex going down. And we finally got some sex in this episode, you guys. We got a little girl on girl with Max and a new girl who surprisingly looks a little bit like Eleanor. Anyone find that? Um, you know coincidental not really and um oh silver several crew members who beat him that shows him he didn't have the support of the walrus crew yeah oh yeah for sure um so we've got max with this new girl and the girl is trying to play her a bit you know she's like oh yeah she chose me because I don't know the stories, you know, that have been going around and I'm kind of like, you know, um, you know, I don't I don't really know what's what's what the whole deal is and I haven't heard stuff about you yet and essentially trying to almost blackmail her in a sense. And Max nips that in the bud like immediately. She's pretty much like uh, you know, you you quiet that down or I will and you pretty much you know she doesn't this girl's new to town and yeah she might not know the stories but then she also doesn't know the stories and doesn't know who the heck max is which is kind of a theme in this episode with later all of woods's men not knowing who max or eleanor are in you know the grand scheme of nasa so very very interesting but yeah there was our little little sex scene for you um looks like max had a good time um Max seems to have a type. Yes, for sure. Oh, right. Yeah, I thought that was totally her leaving. And I almost thought, I don't think it happened. I don't think they crossed paths in any way, right? No. Um, But yeah, very much like if you didn't see the connection initially with them in the bedroom there, they wanted to put that next scene with Eleanor to be like, oh, yeah, they do look alike. You're right. Um, And so Eleanor comes in to see Max and tells Max about Anne. And she's like, yeah, Anne, Anne Bonnie didn't try to kill anybody. She found out that she had been tricked and she was exchanging all the cash for Jack and they didn't turn over Jack. And she was being told that Jack's being tortured and all this stuff. And she didn't even try anything. And Eleanor, I I feel like Eleanor's being kind of dumb, not thinking anything's up with that. And then Max points it out. She's like, dude, hello do you know do you know ann bonnie at all obviously max knows and much much better remember our little love triangle situation we've got going on but max is like uh there were eight men i think eight and she's like and she didn't try anything on anybody when she found out she had been lied to okay if you had sent like a thousand men she would have attempted to kill everybody if she knew she had being crossed so they know something is up okay so they are a step ahead of us um, let me get back to, I'm, I'm going off here. Um, let me see what you guys are saying in the chat. Um, she's trying to run game on Max Max perfected that game. Exactly. Rick, Katie reminded you of the scene from season one when Mr. Scott showed up to interrupt them and Eleanor totally gave that girl the side. eye. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember that specific scene, but I do remember we had so much more sex in season one. I swear. Not that like, I love the season so far. This is my, I think my favorite season but yeah we we haven't gotten too much too many sex scenes but anyway all right so um we jump back and it kind of ties in nicely with Jack with Woods in the caravan and he's like you know I know you think you're all like smart with what you're doing here and you kind of turned turned the tables and switch things up but Anne's going to try to screw this plan up for you somehow if she knows she's been crossed. So you just you may not be as smart as you think. And then we learned that Woods told several people different routes. So this is like I mean, I feel like this reminds me so much, you know, anytime you don't want something to get spoiled, like put out a bunch of different lies about it and. You're just going to create confusion. So Woods was smart with that tactic, you know, because I feel like he and Jack and Jack even says this later. They are like tit for tat, you know, going back and forth and kind of one upping each other to a certain extent and both very smart men. And at that point, Jack's like, oh, you silly man. Anne's going to do something to mess this up. And he's like, oh, you silly man. We put out several wrong routes. So nice try. We'll see if she guesses right sort of thing. Um, And then. We cut back to Max and Eleanor with Woods' men, and sh- they know what's up. They're like, "Oh, crap!" Like, Ann knows, Flint knows, Vane knows. Like, all the guys we're like, you know, scared of right now. Essentially, know that something is going on here, and they're plotting something. And they're smart ass pirates, so we gotta, you know, put our guard up a bit. And they're t- she they're telling one of Woods's men, and gah. He is so condescending to them. He, (sighs) and doesn't believe a word that they're saying, and, thank you, Anthony, doesn't believe a word they're saying, and, oh my gosh, this line, when he says this to her, he's like, just because the governor put his trust in you, I'm not going to do the same. What? I... The like it's so that it was such a ridiculous line but i kind of loved it i was like "Ooh, he just called her a slut um i thought that was pretty hilarious what did, what did you guys think of that line come on anyone else love it and i mean he like is dissing eleanor which you know not cool don't be a dick like that but at the same time like he does not know that they are going to get screwed so bad, you know, and that they need to be listening. Like the thing with woods is he, this kind of situation, like sleeping with Eleanor kind of shoots himself in the foot because now his men aren't listening to her or Max when they know Nassau so well. And that was the whole point And the whole reason why Eleanor's in the inner circle anyway, is because she knows the area and that she can give them insider info. And now she's giving them it. And, they're not listening because they're like, oh, you're just his, like, piece on the side. He just has a crush on you, and you guys sleep together. So there you go. Um, Eleanor is pretty cool. You know, I like Eleanor a lot. More. I like her this season much more um, than I have previously because before I really don't like her very much. Um, he's not really Woods' man. He's Ro- Royal Navy. Yeah. Oh, Silver, you, Silver Hawkins in the chat. Oh, I'm not irritated. I sound like I'm irritated. You are so you know, everything. I love it. I love it. Keep, keep us, keep all the facts coming. Um, and yeah, so anyway, keep, we're, we're moving on, moving on. And so in the background of that scene, kind of when they're talking to the Royal Navy, um, so I mean, they're all on the same side, but when they're talking to the Royal Navy, um, we hear more coughing in the background. So we know that, and, and this came up last episode. I believe it was last episode. Um, you know, the men are, they're falling to, you know, this the local sickness. They're coming to an area where they've never been getting exposed to germs that they've never seen. And the just like happened way back when, like guys are dying from this stuff. Um, and so that's a very serious threat. You know, um, they... And, and Max even brings this up, that the governor's, ca- governor's caravan issue and, like, Anne and Matt or Ann and Vane and those guys knowing kind of where, not knowing where it is, but having some sort of plan, that's a problem. First problem. Sickness is another big problem. That's going to leave us weaker in manpower. And, you know, while Max and Eleanor might be the only ones, you know, the few on their side who are immune to it like they're screwed if they don't have people to fight um is Blackbeard in it Blackbeard was not in this week's episode but I I think we'll see him again and I hope we do I hope he like comes out of the trenches and comes back to some like heroic forgiveness thing of like Vane you little bitch you crossed me and you betrayed me once again this time for Flint but you're my little my little son man child. So I will help you guys win or something like that. I don't know. Um, I hope that's what happens, but anyway, moving on. Um, so Eleanor and Max talking about, you know, we know Flint, all this stuff, but if the caravans attacked, that means there's a spy. So, you know, there's somebody here that we can't trust. And lo and behold, the the caravan is attacked. the, the dialogue in that scene before it happens i just loved that with with woods and and jack and they start fighting in there and i liked this seeing this from woods because he's been like a little he's not necessarily like slimy i think he's very he's pretty um i think he's pretty like fair in what he's doing like you know given the situation Um, But I liked seeing... Obviously, we see his scars. We know he's been through some, like, physical stuff, and I'm sure, like, fought some gnarly fights. But I liked seeing some of that, even though it was, like, directed at Jack, who I love. Um, And then, you know, we see all these kind of, like guys with like not masks but their faces covered like attacking the caravan it's Anne. it's vain it's all their guys they're like you know shooting killing guys and the the caravan crashes and this whole scene this was such a fun scene like such a good action scene it was relatively small and it was pretty much the biggest action scene that we had and it's I thought it was I thought it was great. And I love how we saw little Jack's hand like they crash and he's buried in all the crap and we see his little hand like move and then, oh my gosh, and runs over, kisses him. He's like, Ah, that hurt. Of course he like has some like silly little comment to say, but I just thought that was so freaking precious, you guys. I thought it was adorable. Like we know they love each other so much. And I think a lot of the time we see that love as like a, a friendly or like brotherly sisterly not to like make it weird but like more of like a partnership type of love and i think we saw that like more romantic and like you know they're they're each other's soulmates sort of uh, love in this episode and i just really really liked it um and oh hold on let me you guys are chatting a lot i love it um silver yeah i think blackbeard will come back maybe he'll refit the spanish man of war into the queen anne's revenge oh Glenny, Oh, hey, Glenny! Blackbeard will go after Eleanor, I think. Yeah, because he he wants to protect little baby Vane. Anthony, he must go all badass with the tails of his beard on fire and then kill everybody. Uh, hopefully that's how it happens. Um, Max used the phrase you and I so many times in a row in that scene. Oh, yeah. She's like still loves Eleanor for sure um great scene luke roberts is doing great yes um creating the character for sure guys okay and so before we move on from that little scene um hello so they you know just had a gnarly battle freaking woods gets up shoots vane and vane gets down and then vane's like telling Anne and jack to run like telling them to go and obviously we've seen already in this season that jack jack and vane have this adorable um like bromance and they really like each like value each other and they don't want to see the other die and i think it's just i think it's real cute real cute little bromance going on so Anne and jack are on the horse and they're like shit we gotta like save Vane. come on like let's get him and Vane is like f no you guys get the h out of here and save yourselves like i am not worth it you guys are gonna get captured if you stay here go i mean not in all those words he just says go um or run and Dude, Woods has his gun, but then he's got, like, this stick thing. I think he, like, ran out of shots or something. But, um, yeah, I love Vane. I love Vane. So Woods has got this, like, big club, and he's coming after Vane with it. And Vane, thankfully, has a sword, but he's on the ground. And Woods is beating the crap out of him. You guys, watching this, I was so stressed. I'm, like, sitting here in the studio watching, and I'm, like, yelling. I've got, like, my, you know... It was a very stressful moment, and for a split second, I thought we were going to lose Vane, and I was really nervous about it. Um, but we don't lose him, but the rest of Woods's men come and capture him. Ugh! And so Woods returns back to Nassau, and um, you know he comes back all beaten up. Eleanor rushes to her side as we knew he would. And I know, like, watching it, we're all just like, oh my gosh, she doesn't know that he is vain. What is she going to do when she finds out that he's got vain? Like, all this stuff. Um, right, Glennie? The suspense of, her, exactly, that's, like, literally what I just said. The suspense of of her, like you know, waiting to see what exactly she does when she sees him. And we'll get to this in the, like, in a minute when we talk about, like, the very final scene, because I thought it was so good. I so good, you guys. Um so after that whole situation we cut back to Flint and those guys and Bones is they're all talking about going back to get Vane and bringing up like okay guys uh Vane wouldn't want us to do that like we need to have like eye on the prize and same thing with like you know everyone needs to keep in mind the bigger picture which is a theme we've kind of been seeing throughout this episode and Billy actually offers to go back and address the situation with all the kind of, you know, the old pirates there. So all the guys who took pardons and see if they can kind of disrupt the status quo and that actually is if we i mean billy reminds us of it this week but that was actually you know we know this from the past that billy's parents were political agitators so that was where that was why they were cast out and why they became pirates because they challenged you know what was going on the norms of of the the kind of you know where they were living and that's why they that's why he's where he was so he's like Guys, I know how to do some grassroots like shit stirring. So let me go back there. I'll chat with the pirates. We'll get I'll get people riled up, and we will get veined that way. And if we don't get veined that way, at least we'll like knock their, you know, their their group effort off a little bit. All right, hold on. Now I'm getting back in the chat. Sorry, sorry. You know, I'm I'm trying to tell you all my thoughts and then i gotta check in with all y'all um great cliffhanger yes oh my gosh seriously love jack's such a groomer those sunglasses in season one yes Glenn, groover yeah and apparently those sunglasses were like historically accurate too um okay katie i don't think Eleanor's going to be nearly as attracted to woods now that he's hobbling around <laughs> scars are hot but all beat up maybe not i don't know he like got in a gnarly fight and like is a badass you know, well, maybe. Um, Silver, I think he'll be up and about the next episode. Yeah. Besides, Woods Rogers isn't one to lie around. The Spanish shot him in the face and it didn't stop him. Exactly. Even though he's kind of like, I think he's kind of a bitch. He, um, excuse my language. He, I think he's like a lot tougher than we, than we know. And I think we saw that side tonight or I watched it tonight, Saturday. Um, can't tell what side Billy is on. The, that's funny that you say that because, Obviously, a few weeks ago, we saw him being like, let's just let Flint die. I'm OK with it. He, screw him. You know, remember how he like totally turned on me a while back? Um, and now he's like, I think he's he's all about like his pirate boys. I don't know. I don't think he's going to pull anything. OK. Oh, really? Silver. Silver which is a means for survival. Okay, so let's talk about this closing scene with Woods and Eleanor. You guys, he he talks about how he's been hesitant to have her as a partner. You know, he thinks she'll be pulled back into her, her old ways, if you will, of being like, you know, on the side of the pirates, essentially. Like this, you know, she hasn't been on the right side of the law for that long, even though she thinks she's all like high and mighty. Um, and she's says that he's wrong and he's like okay well the man that i have in my cell right now is the embodiment of that temptation for you and this i thought this scene was so well written i just loved the writing from both of their parts i mean obviously eleanor did most of the talking so her stuff was incredible um but i thought it was all so good and in this scene also we see that woods has a bit of a cough so guys i feel like he's gonna die soon sorry um so she's like, okay, you want to know what I thought when you first walked into myself? Like, and with this, you guys, I've I said this before, but I don't know how much I trust what Eleanor says to him. I think she's still fully playing him. I think she has some real feelings, but I think she is so playing him. Um, agree with Billy bills for the pirates, but don't like Flint. Yeah. I think he's still got some beef with Flint as he should. Hello. Um, but he, yeah, exactly. Silver. He, he should have a little beef there with Flint, but I think again, greater good. And he loves his, his pirate boys. Um, so back to Eleanor, she's like, I thought, you know, I was consumed by one thought when I first saw you that, you and like aligning myself with you essentially would might be the only opportunity for me to gain revenge against Vane for killing my father, basically. And she's like, and I love you. You know, she's like, I trust you. I believe in you. I love you. You know, I, I still think, I think there's some realness here, but I think it's all in an attempt to either get revenge for her father and reclaim some position of power. And also because this is her only option for survival. Like, she was going to be killed otherwise. Like, duh, you know? She's in a, like, rock and hard place. Of course she's going to play this guy and use her lady ways to convince him, you know? But I thought this was so smart of her, whether it's true or not. And she's like, I am going to tell you, the, and I love you, so I'm going to tell you the absolute truths, I honestly don't know. Because he asked, you know, when you walk in and when you see him, like, that's going to be the moment of truth. And she's like, I honestly don't know what I'm going to think, feel, do, all that stuff. And I thought that was great, especially with it juxtaposed against or, like, paralleled with her walking to his cell and then them both seeing each other and then the episode cutting right then. Ooh, that was nuts. nutso. Um, Silver, don't think she's playing him at That moment, I think she was being earnest. Besides, Woods is her only real estate of potential future. No power base at all without her father's training company. Oh, yeah, no, she's, this is, Woods is her only option. But at the same time, I do think, yes, and Woods is married, but aren't they all married or something? I don't know. I, I think there is some truth to it, but I think she also very, very much knows that that's her only option and she better not F it up, you know? And if that means letting herself have a crush on him, letting herself love him, letting her, him believe that she does. She's going for it. I still think she's going to screw him over in some way. She's She already screwed him. <laughs> um, Anyway, bought every word of the speech except the loyalty and love parts are exaggerated for her survival's sake. Yes, agreed. Um, Katie, and absolutely, Glennie says absolutely, but I reckon she's keeping something aside. Yeah, he's going to be in trouble when she finds out he's married. I don't think she, he is, she is going to, have a big deal about that i don't know he's married to sarah whetstone daughter of admiral sir william whetstone former commander of the royal navy in the west indies he's dead by now though he was something of a father figure to rogers though okay interesting there see our boy silver with all the fun facts um so yeah i thought that scene was incredible and i think eleanor's delivery of it, uh, or Hannah, Hannah New's delivery of it was so well done. And, you know, we, we opened this episode with, well, we didn't open it exactly, but one of the very initial scenes was Jack all alone in a cell. And then we open, uh, or we close with Vane alone in a cell. Obviously very different circumstances and we swapped pirate for pirate, but I think it worked very well because it wasn't just like a, a trade Z's. I mean, it it's going to bring Eleanor's story full circle. You know, the whole reason she's so pissed off and she's in this position anyway is because, you know, she's been motivated by a hatred and, and heartbreak and betrayal by Vane. So them coming face to face like. Ugh. All right. I'm coming back to the check. Silver which is one of the reasons I hate they slept together. It's such a TV cliche. <laughs> yeah. Um, that scene with Jack and the mouse was pretty great too. It was, it was, oh, I love Jack. Um, all right. Let's get in. And anything else you guys there in the chat, anything else we should touch on? Hmm. I don't think so. I think we kind of hit it all, and we've we've been talking for a while. I've been talking for a while, and all you guys in the chat have been talking to me for a while. All right, so let's do some predictions, huh? Woo woo woo! Yeah, and prediction now, music, dance party by myself. I hope everyone else who's watching is dancing a little bit. Okay, so in next week's teaser, we see. Um, Eleanor telling them that, you know, you can't let Flint call the shots of the battle. You know, he's a smart, smart fighter, and he is. And we also learned that we've got a week until the Spanish come. So things are just continuously ramping up. As far as my predictions go, I mean, I c- kind of already mentioned one. I think that I got very nervous that we were going to lose Vane. I don't think we're going to lose Vane. I don't think Vane's dying. He can't. It would break my heart. Um, I think that Blackbeard is going to come in if not. So we've got two episodes left, 10 episodes tonight was, or this weekend was eight. So we've got nine and 10 to go. I think in either nine or 10, Blackbeard is coming back and he's going to be a badass. I love Blackbeard. You guys, I loved him. And I think he's going to come back. He's, he already forgave Vane before. And now little baby Vane is in a pickle. And I think Blackbeard is going to have some key role in freeing Vane. I think that, I think Woods is gonna die by the end of the season. Um, I think that he, I think he potentially could be near death, like with his sickness, and then gets killed somehow. I don't know. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Silver, the the sickness is gonna ravage his expedition completely. I think that Billy is going to have some success with kind of getting some dissenting pirate, pirates pirates to join their group. Um, I think we're going to see some conflict with Silver's kind of squad on the ship. And I think, well, actually, horning Gold saw the walrus. And so they're like heading for them. And I think there could be some discord with, the guys on the walrus that makes it i don't know that i don't think hornigold would be able to capture them hornigold in his day was a badass pirate even though we haven't necessarily seen a ton of that but anyway um yeah what how many predictions am i giving oh my gosh i'm like just talking non stop um they could have hornigold men yeah that's true oh yeah so i think blackbeard's coming back i think Woods is gonna die. I think the illness is going to put them in a pickle, like um, like Max and Eleanor were talking about. And ooh, I don't know who do we think the 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 spy is. Do we know that? No, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I think. I think Anne or Jack might die. We've t- we When the girls were here with me, we talked about that. And I don't know which one I think is going to die, but I think one of them is. And it's going to be so sad. I just have this bad feeling. And for character purposes, like, I think it could happen. Tease Jack may be dying for a while, so they might bait and switch. Exactly. And kill her instead. <sighs> I think so, you guys. Okay. I'm getting stressed now just thinking about somebody dying. I like you guys, if if Vane had died tonight, which I don't think he really deep down, I didn't think he was going to, but I probably would have cried. Anyway, I think that just about does it for this Featherstone. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the spy is Featherstone. Okay, I think that just about does it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in in the chat with me. Let me just, like, real quick, give all y'all a shout-out again. Rick Chen, Silver Hawkins, Katie Rose, Anthony Jackson, um, Glenny Bowes, Bowes Bowes, sorry. Uh, if there's anybody I missed, I don't think there is. Um, thanks for tuning in. I mean, you guys tune in all the time, so we really appreciate it, but I especially appreciate it tonight because I'm flying solo, and I can only... Talk to myself so much, and I can I can do that, you know, a lot. But it's nice to have you guys to talk to. Um, yeah, Featherstone is a prostitute. You're right, Silver. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. Guys, thanks for tuning in. You know where to find us: YouTube.com/slash/AfterBuzzTV. Make sure you guys are subscribed and catch us on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. When you're at when you're in iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. Write it. Write a nice comment. We'll read it on air. Give us five stars. All that stuff. And You guys follow me all over the internet at Lauren Salon, L-A-U-R-E-N-S-A-L-A-U-N. I do a lot of Instagramming, Snapchatting, and tweeting, and um, we'll we'll all be here next week and excited to chat more with you about, about more black sales and more pirate business. Thanks for watching, and hope you guys all have a really great night. All right, bye.